I will sing of the goodness, the kindness of the Lord. Amen. Would you give this team on this platform, would you give them a hand clap? Father. They left their jobs Friday and drove all the way with me to Barbersville, Kentucky, to Brother Jimmy Lee's in the presence of the Lord when they were on that platform. Fill the house. Kindness of the Lord. Kindness of the Lord. Is, is Michael and Brittany here from Benton? Are they here? Mom said the next few services, are, we went all the way to Barbersville, met Sophie, I hadn't seen her in years, and her children live in Benton. She said she called back, she said, well, when they're going to start coming. So, But the kindness, kindness of the Lord, the Lord is good. So today's Jesse's birthday, and next Sunday's Babe's birthday. So all I'm telling you, she's not 24 no more. I got to be her friend when you leave. But I love my little Sheila. So happy birthday. Harley Shirley. Sheila's so happy their baby down away from Kentucky. Bless you, daughter. Uh, I thank the Lord. It's just, this thing is, is, is stirred me. It's so easy to get used to the dark. So easy. Just allow a little, allow a little, allow a little, allow a little. And just to get used to the dark. Genesis one thirty one. Pray with me today and preach with me today. Genesis one thirty one. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. In the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Did you hear that? Everything God made was very good. James 1.17, every good gift, every perfect gift, anything you got's good, anything you got's perfect, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. If you've got a good gift, if you've got joy, peace, salvation, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Revelations 4 and 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were created. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And babe announced it, but please, next Monday and Tuesday, Brother Greg's going to be here from Enterprise. Precious man, got a great burden for souls. And if he can, be in these two services. I want to I address some questions that, that are tough to deal with, hard to answer. There were some tough questions. Where did sin come from? Has evil always existed? What is sin? Why is there war? Why is there hate? Why do families crumble? And what do we do? I want to deal with just some tough questions today. I don't approach it from a strange way, but where does sin come from? Did God create sin? Did God make sin? Did he 
make all the hurt and the pain and the tears? Did God cause all the sorrow and the anguish, the sickness, the hurt, the hate? Where did it come from? I, I, get with me on this later. Cold, the word cold. Anybody ever been cold? If you've, if you've ever been cold, lift your hands. If you've ever been really, really cold. To describe cold, you can find words. But when you, when you begin to study your encyclopedias and dictionary, cold does not really exist. According to the laws of physics, what we consider cold, and you try to, you try to, uh, a car is a thing, uh, uh, a house is a thing, Sheila's a thing. The Bible said, he that findeth the wife findeth a good thing. Sheila's a good thing. Uh, but cold is not a thing. Do you know, you know how, the encyclopedia, you know what their definition is of cold? The absence of heat. Cold can only show up when there is no heat. Our air our, our conditioners, our heat pumps, they literally take, take heat out of the air and transfer it into our homes. And when they do that, they pull the coal out and move the heat in. Cold is, it's the absolute zero, and I, I never do this to this, this, this sermon here. Absolute zero, I just thought zero was zero. But absolute zero is actually minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit. Only when you get to minus 460 is our total, total, no more heat. I thought 30 was pretty good. And zero's real bad. We were in Indiana and it was 50 below. I thought that was rough. Can you imagine minus 460? There's total absence of heat. All matter becomes inert. It becomes in, incapable of reacting at that temperature. Cold does not exist. We have, we have created this word to describe how we feel if we have no heat. Uh, I found this in the encyclopedia. On, on, I looked up the word cold and I looked up the word cooling and just did a lot different thing. It refers to the process of becoming cold or lowering in temperature. And it says this can only be accomplished by removing heat from a system. So where does cold come from? When you remove heat out of a system, out of an environment. Where does evil come from? Uh and my old country boy, I'd, I'd argue with my encyclopedia over this. But on my study, they said evil does not exist. At first, it seemed that if God created all things, that evil must have been created by God. However, evil is not a thing. It's not a rock. It's not electricity. You can't have a jar of evil, a box of evil, a pound of evil. Evil has no existence on its own. But Brother Wynn, I know evil people and I know evil leaders and I know evil circumstance. How would you describe a hole? Go, go to Lowe's and I, I want to plant this bush. So go to, go to Lowe's. I want to plant Sheila's shrub. 
So go to Lowe's and get me some peat moss, some fertilizer, and a hole. You can buy the peat moss, you can buy the fertilizer to get the hole. The hole is only the absence of dirt. Got to get your attention for I preach this morning. A, a hole, a hole is a hole is not a thing. A hole is the absence of something. When you remove something out of it, it becomes a hole. Evil. We call the absence of, of, of dirt, we call it a hole. But you, you can't separate the hole from the dirt. So when God created, it's true that he created was good. One of the things God made was he give each one of us a free will to choose. You, you, have, you have a free will to choose. Think about this. This has been on my mind lately. We're the only creature that God made that can step out of his free will and still exist. God said, birds fly. If that little old robin or sparrow or dove refuses to fly, it cannot get to that next place. He says, fish swim in the water. If that fish says, I'm not going to swim in the water, I'm going to be a bird. He won't flop over two minutes on that land. He will die. We're the only, God created us to worship God. God created us to be a friend of God. We're the only creation that God made that can step out of what God designed for us to do and exist for a while. And all that time he's pulling on us and drawing on us and tugging us back. But you, you don't have, in the, in the Old Testament, they were forced to live for God. Under the New Covenant, he wants you to have a desire to live for him. He wants you to fall in love with him. And, and, and I, know, I know people don't like you saying this, but you, you can live for a while and, and, and push God away. You can live for a while and resist God and curse God and mock God. But the wages of sin is death. And during that time, God's going to be tugging. He's going to be drawing and he's going to be pulling. People say you can't live without God. People do it every day. In fact, we have church folk that are learning to live without God. But this sermon has stirred something to me. If I've ever needed him, I need him right now. I need him from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep to the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. I need the Lord. I can't I can't take care of me and Sheila by myself. I can't walk by myself. I can't live by myself. I can't lead you by myself. We need the Lord. We need the Lord. Can I tell you what my definition? definition of evil is it's simply the absence of God cold cold is the absence of heat a hole is the absence of dirt evil is the absence of God ain't nobody can be evil when they're full of God ain't nobody gonna hurt nobody when they're full of God ain't nobody gonna want to harm anybody when they're full of God but when a man steps away from God hallelujah I'm gonna go ahead and preach into this I want to shake somebody I, 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 I've never said this for the pulpit today but I'd like to scare somebody to realize what day we're living in it's everything Everything's not good and everything's not okay. We're in the end time and the devil didn't come to depress you. He come to get you. He didn't, he didn't come, he didn't come to upset you. He come to take you away. He's after you. He's after your children. He's after your home. He's after your mind. He's after your health. He's after you. But greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. This is, this is my sermon, what, what I want to preach for the next little while. Darkness. Darkness does not really exist. I did not 
uh, some of you, please dig into this. We got some of you ladies and brothers, you're just, you're, uh, your knowledge, dig into this. I, I, I read five different ways they try to measure darkness. And the only accurate way they have found to measure darkness is to measure the absence of light. That's the reason, that's reason in the end of time and when, when this thing's all over and it's eternity and there's no more time, there's going to be no need for the sun or the moon there. For he's the light of that city. No more darkness. No more. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him out loud. Hallelujah. 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 We can study light. We can study all the colors, the prisms. I enjoyed this. Brought back my little science, eighth and ninth grade. Uh, we can use Newton's prism to break white light into many colors and study the various wavelengths of each color. You cannot measure darkness. A simple ray of light can break into a world of darkness and illuminate it. How can you know how dark a certain space is? You measure the amount of light present. Hallelujah. Darkness is a term used by man to describe what happens when there is no light present. When there is no light present. This is what I'm going to preach for the next little while. Uh, uh, I don't, uh, Satan has a thousand ways of getting you busy or discouraging you. He has a thousand ways of tiring you down, getting your, getting your life all, all out of order. He, he has all his ideals. But, but somebody, and you may, be, you may be in this building, you may be watching by internet, but don't you think, well, I, I'm just going to quit church for a while and I'm just going just to uh, uh, put it on the shelf and I'm not going to drink and I'm not going to do drugs and I'm not going to hurt nobody, not going to bother nobody. I'm just going to be a good person and live my life. The devil don't leave you alone because you're a good person. Hell don't back away from you because you're a good person. The only thing the devil's afraid of is the light. The only thing that hell fears is the light. Josh, flip all these lights off just a minute. Hallelujah. The only thing, the only thing that's holding darkness back, and I feel the Holy Ghost, the only thing that's holding the darkness back right now is light. Hallelujah. The only thing that's holding anything to together right now is light. You know the reason the devil, you know, reason everybody in your family ain't an addict and everybody in your family ain't out doing something wicked because the light in you is holding the darkness back. And if the devil can get the light out of you, he can take a whole community over. He can take a whole generation over. He can take a whole lineage over. And the devil would like to do everything he can to put the light out in you. But I wish you'd help me preach today. I wish you'd make up your mind. Hallelujah. I've got to stay close to God. Listen. Listen, you can scream at the darkness. Darkness, get out of here. Darkness, leave me alone. You can plead with the darkness. Please, darkness. Please, sin, don't pull on me. Please, lust, don't pull on me. Please, addiction, don't pull on me. I don't want to hate. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want, I'm angry enough to go kill this man. And I don't want to feel like this. You can scream at the darkness all you want to. The only thing that's going to drive the darkness back is when the light of the world walks into your life. The only thing that's going to make a difference is when the Lord of light walks into your life. Hallelujah. 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 You're not big enough to hold the darkness back. You're not strong enough to hold the darkness back. You're not good enough to hold the darkness back. You're not holy enough to hold the darkness back. You're not clean enough to hold the darkness back. The only thing the darkness 
has to obey is light. Hallelujah. That nothing else has power over darkness except light. But when light begins to shine, 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 darkness has to move back. I don't know where it goes to. It just has to move back. When light begins to shine, darkness loses its power. It loses its effect. It loses its control. When light begins to shine, you're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. You're the light on your job. You're the light in your family. You're the light in your community. You're the light in your house. Tell darkness you can't take over. You're the light. You're the light. They say, they say, it's, it's a story that's passed down, but the famous picture of the Lord's Supper. When he painted that, the first face he wanted to paint was Jesus. And he, he sent across the land. He found the most tenderest, gentlest, kindest, most loving person he could find. He painted Jesus and then he painted James and he painted John. And he painted the other disciples. Then he got to the last one was Judas. And he looked at face after face after face after face after face. And he could not find anybody who felt could typify the evilness of somebody that would sell out the Lamb of God. So somebody give him out this idea. He said, go walk through prisons, hideous prisons, hundreds of years ago. He sought and found out the most horrible prison conditions in the world. He went into that prison. They said, who is the most horrible one here? And he looked at two or three. He said, that's, that's him right there. He's painting this man. This is years later after he started the picture. Years ago when he painted Jesus, when he painted James and John. And after weeks, he would, he would go home and he'd say, there's something about him that's familiar. There's something about him. It's like I've been around him before, but he's so evil. He's so vulgar. He's so nasty. He'd go back to the prison. He'd paint. And, and it, this went on for weeks. And, one, and then the guy was so evil and wicked. And one day he said, I know you. He said, you should know me. He said, I've not always been like this. He said, you wouldn't believe how far away. And he said, what do you mean? He said, years ago, I'm the same man that posed for Jesus. And this is where sin has took me. This is where wickedness has took me. Hallelujah. 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 I'm saying this as gentle as I can. There's no person in this room exception to the rule. If you push away the light, the darkness is going to come. There's no man or woman in that. I don't care how good you are, how much you love her, how much you care. You push Jesus away. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach some stuff. You know, we're worried about, we're worried about Russia. We're worried about all that. And I'm concerned and I'm praying. But what I'm really concerned about right now, urgently concerned, is the spirit world right now. There's an urging in me. There's a cry in me. There's a cry in me. That there's something. Hallelujah. I, I, I've been preaching a lot about wake up Jesus, stir Jesus. Jesus, wake him up. I've been preaching that, but there's something that's woke up the devil. And that devil that you read about in the book of Job that went to and fro trying to find somebody, he's got demons and he's got imps and he's got powers and they're going to and fro right now. And they're looking for men and women and they're looking for boys and girls. You know who they're looking for? They're looking for somebody who used to have the spirit and they were clean. Hallelujah. 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 And then somewhere them evil spirits left them. Hallelujah. He don't care if you're clean. He don't care if you don't drink. He don't care if you don't do drugs. He's looking for one thing. Are you empty? 
He's looking for one thing. Hallelujah. He's looking. He's looking. It's, it's, it's Jesus moved in. Has the light moved in? Hallelujah. Has the Holy Ghost moved in? Hallelujah. Has that keeping power moved in? Has that power, hallelujah, hallelujah, that gives you power to resist the devil? Has it moved in? And if that spirit of the Lord is not inside of you, he's not just going to move in. He's going to go get him seven others more worse, and your end's going to be worse. Your end's going to be worse in the beginning. I'm begging somebody. I'm begging somebody. You live for God. This is not paradise. This is not the Garden of Eden, and this is not heaven. We live in a world where Adam fell, and Satan's been released, and you're going to get hurt sometime, and you're going to cry sometime, and you may get mad at the preacher, and you may get mad at your husband or your wife, but don't get mad at God. Hold on to God. If you got to cry all night, hold on to God. If you got to seek him all night, hold on to God. If you give, you got to push your plate back fast and pray, hold on to God. Hallelujah. 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 Our last night there in Barbersville, and he said he's going to send me the testimony. But a young man grabbed me and hugged me, and he said, Brother Wig, can, can I talk to you a minute? I said, Jail, son. He said, Over the last two years, so many things have happened from death to, to being just, just, just being treated so bad. And he said, I, I used to, he said, I never was a public figure in the church. But he said, I'd get by myself and I'd read my Bible and I'd cry and I'd pray for everybody and I'd weep and I'd, I'd help people. And he said, I was always behind the scene. But he said, About, about two years ago, stuff started happening happened and he said I picked up my Bible one day and I didn't want to read it and I went to church one day and I didn't want to go back and he said I haven't been back in a long time and I haven't touched my Bible in a long time he said I was angry and I was bitter and he said I was headed the wrong way he said but something is broke tonight he said I haven't cried like this in so long I haven't prayed like this in so long and he said Sunday morning my family will be back in church for now we've had a breakthrough hallelujah 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 what if what if Jimmy Lee hadn't called, said, Brother Wynn, would you please come? I feel a revival. I feel others was touched. But if it wasn't for nobody but that young man, his life was changed. The devil set people up all over the world. He set people up. He set people up. Be the light in somebody's life. Be the light in somebody's life. Take the light of Jesus to somebody. You're the light of the world. Take the light to somebody. Son, turn those lights off again. Just one at a time. Little by little. Stop right there a minute. Quit praying. Quit reading my Bible. One more. Quit worshiping. One more. Quit. Quit chasing the Lord. Barely hanging on. I'm telling you, all the lights don't go out at one time. But Satan, little by little, little by little, at the enemy, little by little, oh, 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 God, at the enemy, little by little, can steal your love for God. If the enemy, little by little, can steal your desire for God. If the enemy, little by little, hallelujah, nobody looking at you or watching you, would you lift your heads up and say, Lord, stir my love for you again? Would somebody do it? Would you lift your heads up and pray out loud, God, stir my desire? I get hurt, I get weary, I get tired, I get busy. Got too much going on. And oh, God, take my breath. Take my strength. Take my appetite, but don't take your presence from me. Don't take your light out of my life. Somebody pray out loud. 
Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. When a church is full of light, darkness does not exist. Turn the lights out and darkness takes over. It just takes over. Hate is the absence of God. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness. And knoweth not where he goeth because darkness has blinded his eyes. Confirms everything I'm preaching. Proverbs 4.19. But the way of the wicked is darkness. Hate. Hate is the absence of God. God is love. Where God is, there's no hate. The absence of love is, 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 is where there's no presence of God. Anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. Young people, you're choosing today which side you're going to go on. You're, you're making decisions about your eternity today. If you say, I'm going to live for Jesus, you've chose heaven. If you say, I'm going to live for the devil, you've chose hell. And if you chose today, I don't want God, maybe someday, you've made the wrong choice. Because to reject light is to choose darkness. Did anybody? Hallelujah. Can't have it two ways. You can't turn the light off and keep the darkness out. Did anybody hear that? You can't turn the light out and then drive back the darkness. You can scream, you can plead, you can beg, but the darkness is going to stay till the light's revealed. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he said, I will return to my house from which I came out. And when he has come, he findeth an empty swept and garnished. He goeth and he taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And he enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so be at that wicked generation. John 3, 19. <coughs> John 3, 19, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and man loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And every one of them that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. People say we're good. We're just, we're just, I just don't have time for the Lord right now, but I'm good. No time for God now. I'm too busy. I'm too afraid. I, 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 the absence of light is darkness. The absence of God is sin. You take God out of the equation, Hell's going to move in. There's such a danger of only going part way with God right now. A little leaven leaveth the whole up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Little by little, little by little. America's left God out. I, 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 remember, I remember Sheila and I were evangelizing. We went to Newport News, Virginia. This was sometime in the late 80s and we were there. And I don't think up to that time I'd really heard that term. But it made headlines that day. It said, this is the last day of the blue law. The, the, the blue law it will cease to exist in Newport News, Virginia. And I this is right over on the coast, right under Washington. And I got to inquire and ask what it was. They said the blue law, it started back in the 1600s. And on the Sabbath or on, or, or on Sunday, they, they weren't allowed to sell alcohol. Most businesses were shut down because they honored they honored the house of God. Hallelujah. And that day, and now all of the, our little communities, they used to not sell alcohol on Sundays. They used to not, not serve at our stores, used to the aisles used to be closed. Hallelujah. 
fact, it used to not be in our stores. And little by little by little, then we wonder why our nation's headed the way it's going. You can't keep the darkness out and turn the light out. Hallelujah. If you turn the dark, if you turn the light out, the darkness is going to take over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How much filth do you allow in your home? Hallelujah. Before the darkness is, I'm telling you, Jesus will not live in a duplex. He will not watch an X-rated movie with you. He will not watch some filth with you. He will not hang around when you're watching and listening to trash. Hallelujah. What do you what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Do you do what I got the lights off. I'm just going to preach. I'd preach if the lights are on. I feel the boldness in here. But what do some of you folks do? Do you get up? Do you get up and say, Jesus, we're going to do some stuff. We don't want you to know about it. Would you leave our house for about 30 minutes? Would you leave for about two hours while we carry on a bunch of vulgar and a bunch of filth and a bunch of mess and we laugh and we giggle at the wages of sin and you come back after a while because we might be sick or we might be in trouble. I'm telling you, friend, he's not always going to knock at your door. You need to make up your mind tonight. You're not going to play with darkness and keep the devil out. You're not going to entertain the devil when you want to and put him out when you want to. You keep playing with the devil. He's going to move in and when he moves in, he takes over. When he moves in, he comes to destroy. When he moves in, he comes to devour. He comes to kill and steal and destroy. He's after your children. He's after your home. He's after your family. Somebody ought to get your fight back today. Say, I'm going to bring the light back in my house. I'm going to bring the light back in my family. Oh, somebody give Jesus a praise in here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Back, back in the 70s, back in the 70s, it wasn't nothing. I told Sheila, my little old four-wheel drive truck had racks in it and I remember having a 30-30 and going to school and nobody said anything because after school we're going to try to go deer hunting an hour or something but you know what happened they took God out say what you want to they took God out we don't want the Ten Commandments in our school we don't want prayer in our school we don't want Bible reading in our school they took the they took the Light out, darkness says, I'll move in. They, didn't kill, they, they weren't killing 12 kids at school in the 70s and the 60s and the 50s. They weren't having good. Your children weren't being mistreated and abused in schools back then. Why, there was some light there. There was some light there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody reach for the Lord right now. There was some light there. But when they took the light out, the darkness, the darkness. I don't even know where it came from. We're in a church building. When, when Josh turned that light, light out, that darkness just swept in here. I'm begging somebody. I'm begging somebody. Don't let the darkness take over. What I do, Brother Wynn, you get close to God. He's a light. Just get close to him. Start loving him again. Start praying again. Start seeking him again. Start hungering for him again. Over in the continent of Africa, they found this precious young African pastor 
mortar because he killed horrible death, mutilated because he was preaching Jesus. He was turning away from all their idols. And going through his papers, they found this. And I love Paul and I love Timothy. And I love Isaiah and Daniel, but I fell in love with this man's heart. I'd like to find out more about him. And this is what was in his papers. This is, this is why I want this to be my heart. Babe, I want this to be our heart. I'm part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I've stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of Jesus and I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm done. I'm done and finished with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tame vision, mandate talking, cheap living, and dwarf goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, positions, prominence, or popularity. I don't have to be right or first or tops or recognized or praised or rewarded. I live by faith. I lean on his presence. I walk by patience. I'm lifted by prayer, and I'm laboring in the Holy Ghost. My face is set. My, my gate is fast. My goal Soul is heaven. My road may be narrow. My way may be rough. My companions few, but my God is reliable. And my mission is clear. I will not be bought. I will not be bought, compromised, detoured, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice or hasten in the presence of the adversary. I will not negotiate at the table of the enemies, ponder at the pool of popularity, or mender at the maze of sin. I won't give up, shut up, let up until I've stayed up, stored up, prayed up, paid up, preached up for the cause of Christ. I'm a disciple of Jesus. I must give until I drop, preach until I'll know, and work until he comes. And when he then comes, he'll have no problem recognizing me. My colors, my heart will be clear. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Friends, we never started to give up, look back, or slow down. We only win when we hold on and continue. This is not a short speed race, meet everybody. This is an endurance race. You got to keep walking when you're tired. You got to keep praying when you're weary. You got to go on when hell's raging. You got to live right in good times and the hard times. Stay in church or the light goes out and darkness takes over. Darkness can't take over when the sun is shining. Is the sun shining in your home? Ask yourself. Darkness can't take a home over, a town over, a city over. When the power's on, is the Holy Ghost power moving in your family? What happened to stop the connection in your life? The flow. Things that stop the connection of the light in our home is a broken connection. The tree fell in a storm. What storm broke you and disconnected you from the power of God. Don't let your babies go to hell because you let the light go out. Luke 15, 8, either what woman having ten pieces of silver, she lose one piece, doth light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. There'll be no revivals in hell, no mercies in hell, no love in hell because God has departed forever. I never caught this as much as I've read the Bible. I never caught this. Listen to this. The absence of God. The absence of God. Listen to this. Jude 1.13, raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. I never understood that, that in hell it's going to be blackness on top of everything else because God's not there and God is light. 
Did you hear that? On top of all the other pain and anguish in hell, there's going to be gross darkness. Wandered far away from God. Now I'm coming home. All oh, the path of sin too long I have trod. Now I'm coming ever home. Coming home, coming home now. Keep saying it, Josh, real slowly, real slowly, just one of them, real slowly. Open wide thine arms, another one and another one of love, Lord. I'm coming. Would you stand to your feet? And would everyone that would, would you come to these altars and stand or kneel? And would you beg the Lord, don't ever let the light go out in my life. Would, would you come? Would you please come? Come to these altars with me and stand or kneel. And could we pray just a few minutes? Hallelujah. If you're the mama, the daddy, the grandpa, the papa in your family that God's called to keep the light burning in their life, would you come and say, God, help me, help me, help me. Would you make a choice today? Would you make a decision today? Long as I'm alive, it's going to be my goal to keep the light burning. Long, long as I can breathe. I refuse to let the darkness take over long. Darkness, the definition of darkness is the absence of light. Where light is not present. And if light is present, the darkness can't take over. I feel the, I feel the presence of the Lord dealing in this room. Oh, would you lift your voice? Those that you've seen, I feel God drawing somebody else. Hallelujah. Could families get together? Could you get your family together and reach over and pray for somebody while this presence is in this house? Surely the Lord is in this room. Surely the presence of the Lord.